You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Quite a lot of areas that the, that the Russians have taken. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm. Those are shit starters. Yeah. France this time. Day, we have a three-way relationship. <laughs> okay, let's let's stop this right here. Welcome to Plenty.hg. I'm Zari Smile. And I'm Dermak. And I am Rama. So uh you've all heard of the Yellow Ribbon Project. Yes. yes. Uh is this a Wayang project or is this actually true? Oh. I think uh Ouch. you know, at times I've heard from listeners. Mm-hmm. And also my circle of friends alike, mm-hmm. uh, especially those of them who have served their time, been incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And when they go out, they try to apply for a job. And in the form, they have to indicate whether they have been uh, in prison before or not. And whenever, I mean, majority lah, those of them who have been in prison, mm-hmm. they indicate that on the form. Yep. More than often, they will not receive uh, like Call a second yeah, yeah. a second interview or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, and then they question like, this yellow ribbon thing, is this a wayang thing or something to, you know, make people look good or make the prison service look good? Uh, mm-hmm. Or is it actually being carried out in the real actual world? Mm. Um, you all are employers. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, and, you uh, too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never made it a point to put it into a form of sorts, mm-hmm. whether you have been incarcerated or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have never asked about paper qualifications. If you think about it, yeah, yes. when we hire people, yeah, um, Actually, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Right, we've never even for me, I I've never looked at whether mm-hmm. or not there's a prison. We've given uh, the norm is that we we will give a potential employer a task, and yes, if the person yes. completes the task well, then we hire. Yes. Yep. Uh, but of course, in my radio days, Ramana, I specifically remember we have mm-hmm. had this conversation before. Uh, I think some listeners did call in and ask, what if they were to indicate that they have not been incarcerated yet? Mm. Is it an offense? And uh, I don't know whether I recall it right or not. You mm-hmm. mentioned that uh, that is something that actually you don't even have to write in the form. Mm-hmm. And they have no right to ask you whether yeah. you uh, have been imprisoned or not. Wait, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, by right, they shouldn't be... Unless you're handling something that covers, uh, that's sensitive to the nature of... Ah, yeah. Because I specifically remember, I think not mm. so long ago, there yeah. was a, a bit of a debate in parliament, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think uh, Minister Shamugam was talking about, it. this is specifically in sex-related yeah. offences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he oh, was yes, making the yes. point of like, would you want somebody who was, let's say, convicted of sex offences with minors mm-hmm. yeah. to be a preschool teacher, teacher yeah. Ex- yeah. for example, right? Yeah. So, I, I thought that you kind of had to, but you don't, uh, Mm, it depends on the employer, but uh, again, it's whether you're going to be treating your employees in a prejudicial way, mm-hmm. whether you're going to be uh, putting different kind of restrictions on the particular individual. Mm. Uh, also, I mean, depending on the nature of the offense, there's a there's a registration of crimes act. If I remember that name correctly, okay. uh, there are different classifications of crimes. Okay, some oh. some are on a permanent record, some are not. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. arguably if you have served your time you have paid your debt to society yes. mm. that should not be something that's held against you and mm-hmm. when you learn evidence uh, in, in my in, final year in your final year in due <laughs> course you, uh, one part of evidence actually when you're cross-examining a person for example mm-hmm. is you cannot bring in uh, character oh yes because that will prejudice the, the I mean, it's basically relevant, right? It's it's not supposed to be relevant Correct. to the and, current and, proceedings. And things like previous mm. convictions are an issue mm-hmm. uh, that you can't bring up. So, ah. so today you've brought uh, someone, Raman, you know this person. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know whether you've represented this person or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you that anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can you give us? Yeah. yeah. Can you give us? Uh, you know, a summary uh, of this particular person that you've brought in. Okay. So I've known this person for some time. Uh, hmm. For the sake of our conversation, let's just call him Buzz B A Z. Buzz B A Z. Okay. Okay. Buzz. So Buzz is someone that I knew from uh, from very young actually because mm. he was friends with some other, uh, with my brother. Right. Uh, unfortunately, Buzz was uh, actually doing a civil service job, and okay. in the the nature of his job, he was given powers of procurement. He was a purchasing mm. officer. Okay. And uh, due to challenges in life, due to his own personal situation. Uh, he abused the trust and power that was given to him, mm. and he got caught. Okay, right? He he must misappropriated funds. He misappropriated assets belonging to the government, and because of that, he was caught and charged. Mm. He has served his time. Uh, it is over and is complete. But he recently reached out to me to share about how difficult it is mm. to live life. Yeah. Post conviction. Okay. And this mm. is something that I think is relevant for us to look at and discuss yes, today. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the show, Buzz. Yes. Thank you for coming down and spending some time. And thank you for sharing. I mean, for 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 coming down and being able, like, willing to share with us. Because I mean, I I don't know. Like, it's caused you a lot of trouble. I don't mm. know if uh, you know, like, it's something that most people would be comfortable sharing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, but you came down. Yep. So thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Thanks. How long were you incarcerated, Buzz? Um, total was 21 months mm-hmm. and then after the judge uh, finalized it was no total it was 24 months then it became mm. 21 months okay, okay. And after that I after cut off everything it was like 15 months uh. mm-hmm. okay so 7 months inside 7 months outside and right after the 14 months that you've served uh, you immediately tried to look for a job yeah Mm, no, what? I was, I was, I was being uh, tied up with yellow ribbon. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so it's how? a it's a program that. Uh, ah yes. Wait, walk, us through, walk us through. Walk us through. What's the program like? We've heard a lot about the yellow ribbon project, and in my understanding of what it is, it is a program that allows for reintegration of uh, people who have been incarcerated into society. Yeah. Uh, in terms of their work, is that true, or is is, is there more to it? Partly true. Okay. <laughs> like okay, so so when you were released, right? Was it compulsory? Like, were you just automatically registered into the program? No, mm. we, uh, we were give like um two months before I, I was in. I was a cookie, uh. mm, So okay. cookies like the 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 workers inside, uh. okay. So like after two months before I release, uh, they gave us uh to go to the other cell to join the program. Mm. Oh, okay. So that program will be for us to get ready to join the society and stuff. Ah. Mm. So then, during that two months, they, they, they call up like a certain, uh, like a form where you can choose what you want to okay. work in. Ah, logistics, ah, okay. all these. Ah. Several industries. Ah, several industries. Mm. So, I chose FMB ah, because okay. that's the only thing I can, <laughs> I can, I can think of. Ah. Mm. Okay. So then, um, I, I got this job as Fish and Co. In okay. Fish and Co. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. How long as did a, that yeah, Sorry, as a what? Uh, As a waiter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. How yeah. long did that last? That was four months. Uh. Four months uh. only. Only. That's quite short. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, how, because how? my my I think that time I wanted to I I told my officer that I wanted to leave uh, because I was bullied. Uh. Bullied. Mm. Oh, so you so you wanted to leave? <laughs> Why were you bullied? <laughs> bullied by fifteen year old girl. Uh. No. Ah, you, what? Why? How? How? 
Because she woke up. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, how does that? Because I mean, okay, like I mean, this is a podcast, right? So yeah. the listeners like don't 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 see you. You are mm. a, a, a you are a guy with size. You know, yeah. I mean? like you you have a presence. Mm. But I don't. But that time I came out, I was, was like his size. Uh. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, how but do you, how do you end up being bullied by a fifteen-year-old yeah, girl? Come on. Okay. That. That I I I just stayed to the point now. Uh, that outlet is at. Paragon, mm, Fish okay. and Co. Mm. So it was run by a manager who is a. Oh, mm. oh, oh my! I'm gonna bleep that shit. You just yeah. use that yeah. word, yeah. Yeah. okay? Uh, okay, uh, transgender, trans, 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 10pm every day. Okay. I got oh. one day off only. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, but the rest of them got like, um, can come five, then go back 10, can come six, go back 10. Like that. So different mm-hmm. shifts. Ah, uh, different shifts. But, but why were you made to do the, yeah. I thought shifts? that time I was, I thought that, that the, prog- uh, the program said that, that I have to work, that kind of thing. So I checked with my officer. They said mm. that, it's whether you, wa- it's whether you are tasked by the manager. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So then I I I I, I told her off that I need to have rest days. Rest days, mm-hmm. Now, when you when you do your home tagging for you mentioned that you had seven months in incarceration, and then seven months outside, right? Mm. That seven months outside is not necessarily at home, right? Were you placed in a halfway uh, house? No, no, no. I was at home. My at mom's home. place. So why didn't they put you in a halfway house? First timer. Okay. First timer. They 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 allowed us to. To have the tagging in it's a home program in a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, actually, what is like? I mean, I don't really know what tagging really entails, other than you have like a tracker on your on you. No, mm-hmm. you are given like certain few. time yeah. to to be back home. That means you got a time to travel to work, and you got oh. a time to travel back to. Also, you are home. allowed to work during the tagging period, lah. Yes. Yeah, there is a few program. Uh, some don't work, but they want to stay at home. Oh. But then they only allowed to go out like. 12 to 3 something like that. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so did you work during that tagging period? Yes. Oh, so but this was not the F the the FMB. The FMB. Was this? What, what did you do during the tagging period? Uh in Fish and Co. Also, oh, oh, so that was during the tagging period. Yeah. Right? I thought, okay, this mm. I thought this was after the whole thing. So the tagging period is seven months, right? Uh, you serve in Fish and Co for four, four months. months. Yeah. You couldn't stand it, you quit. Mm. Yeah. Uh what are the jobs you look for right after that? I work, work as a butler in Mount Elizabeth. Mm. So you applied for yeah, for the job of a butler in Mount Elizabeth, and you got it. Wait, yeah, because my butler. my my friend when I was in station bill, mm. no sorry, court bill, court bill. Mm-hmm. I work because uh I wasn't given pay, uh, so they my my previous companies tell me that I cannot, I was not given pay at all. Mm. But I don't understand what. Yeah, I what don't know. During the station bill and the court bill, right? Mm-hmm. They stop my pay. Then they say that I cannot work outside. Mm. It's so like, nine I, months. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. Raman, you want to explain what's happening? Okay, so basically because he was in civil service, right? Yeah. Uh, he got charged. Mm. So he's put on suspension. So no income. Okay. No, income. no work. Mm-hmm. Uh, pending the finalization of the actual court process. Uh-huh. So I guess he... But he's talking about the butler thing. This is yeah. after, after he's already been sentenced, right? Yeah. Like, this is during his... Tagging period, in fact. Yeah. So after your four months at Fish and Co, you became a butler. But yeah, you... I became a butler. But that, during the suspension, right, that nine months station bill and court bill, mm-hmm. I was not allowed to work. Mm-hmm. So even you were, were but you... I work. 
<laughs> but I still but how I'm going to survive. Okay. okay, okay. So that was when you were introduced to being a butler. Ah, uh, because when I was uh that that station and court bill, mm-hmm. I worked in Sentosa. So I got to know one of the manager in FMB. Mm. That I worked for I worked there for a couple of months. Then he introduced me. He was a manager in Mount Elizabeth. So mm. he introduced me to work in the in the Mount Elizabeth. So okay. how long did that last? I think uh six months. Why six, six months? months. Mm. They don't they somehow rather they said that they uh the manager said that something happened. Uh. Something happened, then they start to say that uh accuse me. Uh. Accuse you. Uh, what 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 thing happened? I think like um Did something go missing or uh, yeah, something go missing. Something mm-hmm. go missing, then they oh, just start to so say the that. Finger automatically yeah, yeah. To then you they, 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 but it's not specifically said what is thing. What's the thing that is missing? Then they just say that. Sorry, you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, oh, you, you yourself, until now, don't actually know what, what actually I don't know. missing. <laughs> I don't know. Then I said, then why, why you want to ask me to go off? They said, mm. uh, so yeah, we, we don't need your service. We, they give excuses because they say that. And during that time, it's going to be it's COVID time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're cutting off then they say ah, that. Okay. Yeah. So here's where I'm at. Two jobs that you applied. Yep. You got both. Mm. They didn't really care if you incarcerated or not. Mm. When were you profiled? Yeah. Profile. What, what makes you think that you were profiled? Okay. Uh, after that, I uh, I worked as a cleaner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was when also I was profiled. Mm-hmm. Okay. So because but, but you they, got the job. Mm. I got a job. I was working at Tomasic Life Science. Okay. Mm. Okay. Then, uh, I mean, there, there was this, my previous ex-colleague uh, saw mm. me there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, so called my champato. So he, he told your new manager? He told my, the one that, that, that is the, that is the the boss lah. The boss in Temasek Life Science. Uh-huh. So when they hired you, like this third job, the cleaning job, when they hired you, did they know th- about your about your? No, ex? I don't. I never. Oh, declare. So you didn't declare. I didn't declare. Oh. I declare in in after that uh, one or two only. So okay. previously, for all the three jobs, you did not declare did you not. were an ex offender. Yeah, but when you were on tagging, you have to declare. Right? Tagging yellow ribbon. Oh, so it was through them. That yeah. was automatic. Yeah. But no, when I was in Mount Elizabeth, mm-hmm. my that that friend that that manager right, he mm. knows that I was on tagging, mm. so he also don't mind. But for the cleaning one, you were already cut, right? Like there was no more. Then, there I was no already more. cut. Then I was working there, like coming to two months. Then after that, thing, one of the oh, ex my ex colleague uh, saw mm. me. Uh. Mm-hmm. Then mm. I was told that I cannot work. I cannot work there anymore. And why is that? Yeah, why? They don't just give reason. They say, because cleaning is like, you cannot, you you just never fulfill three months. Then they said, oh, do you, you're not performing. Right? Then they just ask you to go. Never so that I, I still haven't, I still think that, oh, because I never perform good. Uh, so I still think, never mind, uh, I just go. Uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three months is in probation, right? I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, but then, do you think this is a self-fulfilling pro- prophecy? Like you are, is it you are uh, keep on doubting yourself? You keep thinking. No, I, I I never doubt myself. When I was then after that, I worked as a cleaner in PSA. Mm-hmm. That was I think I was profiled. Okay. Okay. What makes what you happened at PSA? Yeah. <laughs> no PSA. I also work as a cleaner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then this time is really the my my uh, HR. Uh, my HR said uh, really 
tell me that I I was a I, I was in they found out that I was uh, an ex offender. Yeah. How did they find out? I don't yeah. know. Because you didn't you didn't declare. I didn't declare. So I don't know how they find out. Really. Okay. Then mm. what they say? They say that they can't. I can't. I say, but I, I we we cannot have you here anymore already because you are ex offender and then you did CBT. Mm-hmm. So mm. then they said cannot. Very interesting because um, earlier on we mentioned about how when you want to apply for a job normally there's a form right yep. and the mm. form you got to indicate whether you have been incarcerated or not. Mm-hmm. But in all the four jobs he's mentioned, not once has the employee yeah asked whether he has served prison time or not. Yeah, yeah. So is the is the working culture out there already phased out? This asking of people whether mm. you have served time or not. I don't know, Raman. I, I I'm of the view that it is. Unless the job, like I said, um, you have access to sensitive information, mm-hmm. you are handling sensitive equipment, you are handling high-value items, then it may be of potential relevance, mm-hmm. right? But other, otherwise, I mean in a cleaning job, for example, mm-hmm. yeah. how important is that? I, yeah, like I'm, I'm having trouble understanding the employer's reasoning to say that, you know, because of this past conviction that you're not fit for a cleaning job. Like, yeah. What's the link? Yeah. So did you ask, what's the link? Okay, at first… I was uh, just a normal uh, team leader mm-hmm. okay. for one month. I think like two weeks. Uh, then I, I think I performed. Then they get me as a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Okay. After that, they got me to just handle one office only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The director of PSE. Uh, okay. Just his office at that level only. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm that's doing, good. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. You're doing well. Then? Then after that, they tell me that my Hesha came and tell me uh, and even my boss tell me that uh, we found out that you are in CBT. Uh. You previously had a CBT conviction. Uh. I don't know how they find out. I say, how you find out? They said, this one, you don't need to know. Mm. So mm-hmm. then, then what do you do? <laughs> I say, then, then what do you want me to do? You want me to... Then what, what is the conclusion? Did, did they pressure you to quit or did they fire you? They mm. said that, that we can't have you here lah because they, that you never declare. What? So, mm. so they told they you, fired you? Yeah. I think terminate ah. The yeah, word terminate is... La, yeah. So, so they gave you like a notice and after that, ah, they told yeah. you to like, okay. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of fucked up, right, Rama? I mean, like you were saying, I mean, let's call a spade a spade, la, right? Like yeah. these people were, like, I mean, a based spade. on... Yeah. <laughs> like based on their reasoning, mm. they were being prejudicial. They were being fuckers. Yeah, I mean... Okay. Wait, hang on, hang on. I'm trying to like uh, be more... Balanced. You know, balanced. Uh, when you... As a cleaner, what sort of places do you have access to? Mm. You have access to, for example... The, the director office, office ah. Mm. Mm. This office is as big as this place. I see. Yeah. With the oh. toilet, we it toilet all. So I don't know, Raman. You, you you did mention that uh, certain kinds of job, yeah. if you have access to certain sensitive information, mm-hmm. you are in fact allowed to ask whether you have served time or not. Definitely. In this case, mm-hmm. he have uh, in in his previous <coughs> time done CBT, mm-hmm. and then going to the director's office where you have you know embargoed information, sensitive mm. information locked in drawers and all yep. that. Yep. Will that actually be allowed if I, you know? I think potentially the issue may be he didn't declare, right? Mm. Yeah. So that may be an issue, especially yeah. if they had already asked you Did about they yeah. ask? No. The form. Uh, the form didn't ask. The form got Oh, oh but you, but didn't, you didn't feel every like job that I applied, I there's a form to say that whether you're Oh, ah. but you didn't write it, lah. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay. So how? Yeah. So do you think you are asking for trouble by doing that? Because arguably that could be a okay, cause, right? But but then yeah. after that, I declare. Mm. Mm-hmm. After these three job, right? Mm-hmm. Eh? After the fourth job, lah. Then I declare. Okay, okay, okay. But so then, so what happened for the fifth job? Yeah. 
Wait, wait, hang on, I just want to ask, uh, you know, as a practicing lawyer, mm-hmm. if you don't fill in that particular part of the form mm-hmm. that you have served prison time or not, mm-hmm. uh, even if you have, is mm-hmm. that an offense? It is. Is that uh, declaring false information? <coughs> okay, so when we are talking about declarations, yeah. unless you are taking a declaration under the Oaths and Declarations Act, then mm-hmm. potentially it's an offense. Right, yep. if you if you are signing a sworn statement mm. and you are signing like a you were, false statement, you going statement, to court or whatever, yeah. correct? Mm. Then that that brings with it an offense. Okay, if it's a form, mm-hmm. you don't fill up, you don't answer. Yeah, uh, everybody has a right not to answer, right? Mm. But however, if they state clearly mm-hmm. in the form, yeah, yep. due to the sensitivities, you need to declare this. If you have it, you need to declare. Uh-huh. And they usually have this like you 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 declare that whatever you say here is accurate, the true, best knowledge, blah blah, and you sign. Then mm. it gives them a right as an employer yeah. to then terminate you if they find out. Okay, if let's say they don't say that, mm-hmm. but in the form say like for example, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know what they write in the form lah. Okay, they say ex criminal versus never been a criminal, mm-hmm. and then you feel uh, you you tick the box never mm. a criminal. Ah. Is that wrong? So it it wouldn't bring with it the criminal repercussions of the oath and yeah. declaration type because it's not an a sworn statement. Mm-hmm. But again, it gives the employer the right to terminate yeah. you. So oh. let me understand this. Let me put it in some like show my Limera, legal, Limera. my law. Okay lah, come come. Eh? Uh, this is a contracts law problem, is it? This is a contracts problem. Yeah, it's a misrepresentation. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I mean, pass idea. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, I I think like layman so, is basically misrepresentation. Got how many type? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, <laughs> <we> haven't gotten <laughs> there yet. But I mean, from what I understand, basically, mm. this is a private matter. It's, mm. it's basically between the two entities, your employer and I you. I see. Yeah. And so you're not committing offense per se. Like you're not mm. making, you're not committing a crime by not, by not uh, declaring. Uh. declaring. But mm. it's just that because the other party required you to re- to declare mm. and mm. you responded to say that, oh, I'm declaring the truth. Mm-hmm. But when actually you didn't, then you're breaching that lah. So okay, but, uh, but uh, okay. So I mean, uh, I'm not woke, but <laughs> we we that, all know that. We all yeah, know that. The, but but there's a part you're conservative. Of, <laughs> no, but there's a part of me that believes strongly rehabilitation. In, not just that, like second chances, huh? Yeah. Like okay. you know, pe- everybody screws up. We and need yeah, to be yeah, a bit more fair, yeah. forgiving. Definitely lah. So how then? No, I mean, I mean, I, f- I feel like if it's their business, what? <laughs> say, what, what you can yeah. tell? You can I you mean, can. True. No, okay, then guys like Baz, mm. what are they going to do the rest of their life? That's why it's unfair to him, you know, mm. frankly, like based on, I mean, okay, this one, I'm sorry, bro. Like the fact that you didn't declare even though they asked you to, I think mm. that one, it, it does technically give them the right to terminate. But yes. in the first place, it's like, the job is not even that sensitive. Right? Like, they, mm. why why did they require you to to have to declare in the first place? Mm. It's now, unfair to you, I think. What happened with the three jobs that you actually declared? Were you also terminated? Yeah. Why? How can he be terminated? Like he he was rejected. Do you reject right? that or no? He got the job, right? Which one? The, the three one? jobs that you applied ah. for where so, you declared yeah. after this. After that, I no. After that, I work in facilities management. Uh-huh. Okay. Then that one I declared. Okay. That I stayed for ten months. Uh-huh. So you, 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 you declared that you were an yeah. criminal, and yes. they, they hired you. They still hired me. Okay, okay. but there's the longest. Yeah, the longest months. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then what happened? After that, they said that. I they I think somehow rather they tell me that um they don't indirectly say that because of my conviction. Okay. Uh, they say, oh, you last time have this case of CBT. Uh. Mm. Then they surface out. Uh. After 10 months. Uh. <laughs> After being told at the point of his application uh-huh. that this was something that is in his record, that he is mm. telling mm. you right now. You declared it, right? Yeah, I declared. 
And they still surface it only after 10 months. Yeah. And that was no. their official reason. Hang on, hang on. I want to know. Like when you fill in the form, right? You don't necessarily have to declare what was your offense, right? No. You just have to uh, say whether you have served yes. prison time or not. Yeah. So possibly, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. after 10 months into it, they decide to find out <laughs> what was the crime mm. that he committed. Mm. They got him incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And then they found out, oh, CBT, damn, this is something. How not- did they find out? They asked uh, you? Okay, I, I, my gut's feeling. Uh, mm. I think I, when I was in uh, this company, facilities management company, mm-hmm. I, hand, I have to handle 6 CC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wait, 7. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, one CC, of the, uh? Uh, community center. Okay. So oh. so one of the CC I saw, I think towards nine or eight, eight or nine months I saw my ex colleague again. Mm. Oh bloody hell! Is the same one that told you the first time? No, 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 it's a different person. Ah, okay. Because in my in my, I, I was there for fifteen years. I I think mm. I know almost everyone. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about this. Like the profiling would not be specifically criminal or non-criminal. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is more of like a type of crime. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like, like it, something yeah. like the one Chamagan did with the, uh, the the sex offenders, right? Yeah. Minus, yeah. Mm. Will then that be fair? Mm. In this kind of job Sorry, setting, I can say something because yeah, sure. the ex colleague is actually one of the volunteers in CC. Mm. Okay, uh, so so you think what he he rented you? I, I I don't know lah. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, that, okay. So the thing is, uh, to the point of what you mentioned, yeah. right, is it sensitive to the area of the job? Mm. Right. So facilities management, I guess, potentially because you mm. have a lot of access, yes, you get to yes. go to all the rooms in a building. Yeah. You are the one who's going to be inspecting everything. Mm. You will have a lot of exposure. Mm. What if they can't trust you? Mm. Yeah. But it to me lah, like it begs the question lah, that what if is it warranted? Mm. Especially if a person has paid his debt to society, and he has already served you ten months without any issue. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And okay, so I mean, let's draw back to our one of our previous interviews, yeah. right? Mm. Remember the thirty day, sixty day, ninety ah, day yes. rules. Yeah, yeah. If a person is truly screwed up, bad employee, mm. you would have known by then. Mm. Mm-hmm. The fact that he could last ten months mm. should have spoken for itself, right? Yeah. Why it didn't work for you? And what do you do after that ten months? What mm. do you work as then? After stop. 10 months? Mm. Yeah. But before you continue, I'm just going to stop you right there. Okay. If mm-hmm. you want to know what he did after his 10 months, we will return right after this. But first, a word from our sponsors. We interrupt this program to break you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. Yes, so call them right now for your property health check at this number. That's 8100-2300. Repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. So, uh, welcome back, uh, Kamal. And I, I see that you've got a few people on our, <laughs> in our studio. In fact, it's very crowded mm. today. We have like, what, yeah. one, two, three, five people. Happening huh, today. Huh? Yes, yeah. Mm. Who's, who's all these new people? Mm. Are they from a different uh, group altogether and you kind of like, uh, sailang them? <laughs> 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 no, okay. Just graduated Actually, from uh, okay. RES. Mm. Here we have, uh, of course, welcome back, Khaled, right? Mm. Yes. Khaled back from holiday. Welcome back. Yeah. Ah, Khaled Your voice was missed. Okay. Long break, uh, Khaled. Uh? Mm. Mm. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Ali here. Uh, Hasbi yes. and uh, Faye. Okay. Yeah. So and I understand that Ali and Hasbi are new agents, is it with the with the team? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So yeah, I'm Ali. Uh, I'm a new RES. I joined just uh, way back in October last year. Mm. So you completed RES October last year. That's not way back, bro. That's like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> It can feel it can feel like a while <laughs> when you're, when you're when waiting you for things to move on. Yeah, what were you doing? previously doing? 
Uh, previously, I was a financial advisor. Mm. So, also adjacent fields, huh? not exactly. Yeah, there's mm. there's a lot that I learned in financial advising. I guess you know because you learn a bit of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So as you progress in time, I started to develop a bit of more interest towards uh, property because mm-hmm. you know I would also advise in terms of how to go about property matters. But of mm-hmm. course, not in a sense in terms of any real estate agency work. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. It's just more of advice in terms of CPF usage, mm-hmm. ah, okay. loans and stuff like that. Then I would refer to a proper property agent to execute necessary. Mm-hmm. Then one day you woke up and said, actually, why refer? <laughs> I can be that agent. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure, why not? But <laughs> it, it's mainly, I developed more of a passion, more ah, of an interest okay. because I was able to actually see how it can really uh, a, a form of asset progression. Yes, mm. yes, yes. And yes. it's something that is really, if you truly understand it, it mm. can change your entire life. Lah. In oh. three months that you've done property, have you closed any? Uh, I am processing about uh, three, tomorrow becoming four. Mm-hmm. So, Alhamdulillah, it's, uh, it's, I'm not going to lie and say it's a, it's a walk in the park. It's mm. not. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges, but with the right team, Mm. With the right mentorship, mm. it definitely helps to uh, navigate these two mm. these type of troubles lah that you face. Khalid, four in three months is that a good rate for a newbie? Ah uh, yes, I think four in three months for a newbie is actually excellent. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So that would be the top five percent. Top five percent. Um, for a new agent, mm-hmm. yes, probably. Yeah, but it also depends on what kind of um, what's the quantum of the transaction, right? I see. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. So if it's if I'm not sure if it's a HDB or it's a new launch. Well, of course, mm-hmm. if it's a new launch, then it's definitely you're on top one percent. But mm-hmm. for in in based on transaction itself, for the mm-hmm. first three months, I think yeah. he's doing brilliant. So mm-hmm. what is his strength? If you can share with all I think he um absorb information quite good. Mm-hmm. Okay, he also like when he says he's passionate about uh, doing real estate, you can actually uh, feel it, and also like you can see that he's really passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, he really uh, talks about his uh, clients' needs and interests more about how we try to benefit from actually a deal. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of his strengths. Um, he also uh, converse and communicate very well. He's very clear. His understanding I can hear is, that. Yep. Yeah, he speaks yep. well. Yeah, so, well. So I think um, his clients are in good hands. Mm. Yep. And thank you. Thank and you. we have right beside him, your name again? Um, Hasbi. Hasbi, mm. Hasbi. How long have you been in the line, Hasbi? Oh, so I just joined last week. Like I got my <laughs> license last week. Like. Wow. Oh, very new. Wow. Yeah, very Super new. fresh. Ah. Previously, you're from uh, which industry? Same as Ali. Uh. We are from the financial advisory. Uh. And so how were long you were you? Back, back yeah, yeah. Yes. We go way okay. back like, actually. How long <laughs> were you in the finance? So I was there for about three years. Mm. Oh, yeah. And you also jump ship because you have a keen interest in property. Yeah, likewise Ali. Uh, I think the both of us like Previously, we worked very closely together. Mm. So, so, so this interest in property, did it develop uh, the first year when you were in the FSC line? Uh, or did it kind of like come in in the third year of you uh, joining, F- uh, being in the FSC line? I think for me, it was like midway through, maybe like in my second year okay. when mm. while I was doing. So, like I was… Uh, I was uh, having more clients who are looking to starting their property journey. Mm. Yeah, so from there, I gain more knowledge and I actually get to speak to people about uh, this property. Lah. So mm. when I learn more about it, that was when my interest grew in it. Lah. Mm. And how did you chance upon Bravo? Like, I mean, you know, yeah. to, to join a particular team, right? Like, 
did you just take a step in the dark or is it like, wow, I heard about this up and coming, like he has a, because Kamal has this like a breaking, what's it called? Theory, right? Of how to approach CPF and I think Khalid has talked about it many times or so. Mm. Did you come in thinking like, wow, teach me senpai, I want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Your style. Senpai. For, yeah. I nice. think for Hasbi and I, uh, mm. what we did was, we actually <laughs> lined up about five, no, about seven Mm. Oh. Uh, property agents. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we line them up in a sense that we uh, ask them to meet up with us. Mm-hmm. Sort of like an informal interview. Okay. Because we want to know. But what you we're... did it. You requested for the interview. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Because mm-hmm. okay, there are a few things we learned when we were uh, financial advisors. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you need a very good mentor. Yep. Yes. You need a team you can depend on and you, they can also depend on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, with that kind of dynamics, it really helps you progress. Mm-hmm. At an exponential rate. Okay. Right? So, we line up about seven. Mm-hmm. We interview one by one. Uh-huh. Right? Now, not to say that uh, we interview to see whether they're good or not good and whatnot. Uh-huh. It's just to see what uh, they have to offer us mm-hmm. and what we can offer them as well. Because mm-hmm. it's always a two-way relationship kind of right, thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Alhamdulillah, along the way, we realized, uh, after, actually after we met Kamal, mm-hmm. we were very uh, impressed by him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not in a sense of, you know, what he has achieved and all that. Because mm-hmm. most of these agents are all high-caliber agents. Yeah. But what really impressed us is his genuity, mm-hmm. his sincerity, mm-hmm. his willingness to uh, put himself mm-hmm. in front of us mm-hmm. and, and ensure that we have the right guidance and the right uh, wow. right track. We have one more. Come on, I'm ready, bro. Yeah, we have one more. Uh, a new agent on yep. the stream, right? Mm-hmm. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm, my name is Faye. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, for me, I joined uh, the real estate for uh, almost a year already, like actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, and previously you were previously uh, I'm in the renovation industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's quite a jump. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty related lah for mm-hmm. uh, renovation and property because both are property related, yes, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so were you always with Kama or did you recently join him? Or uh, I recently joined him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what made you want to join him? Mm, yeah, because uh, for me, also considered as a new agent lah, about mm-hmm. a year, right? So for me, mainly, uh, I'm looking for direct support. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. support. And Kamal has been offering that. He's always around, you know, he's always replying to my… Because for us, uh, as a rookie agent, right, mm-hmm. we have a lot of questions. Yes, yes, Whatever yes. we learned in RES is basically theory. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, during the, the, the process itself, there's a lot of questions that's not taught to us mm-hmm. uh, during the lessons. Lah. Mm-hmm. So we, we need uh, a direct mentor that is actually… Uh, actively supporting yes, us. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the reason, main reason why. So we have our three new agents from mm-hmm. uh, Bravo Realtors. Yep. If you are tuning in right now, uh, you've heard about uh, their strength. Yep. And we haven't talked about weaknesses, but I think if you want to know that you have to book what an weaknesses? appointment. What weaknesses? Uh, everybody has a strength and weakness. Right? <laughs> that's true. You're telling me everybody's strong. And often your best strength is also your greatest weakness. Yeah. I know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for those of you tuning in, you can get in contact with Bravo Realtors right now. That's right. So just call this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.